0: The autumn wind is a pirate. Welcome, Raider Nation, to the Raider Nation podcast. And I am your host, Raider Greg. Welcome to the show. And training camp is full throttle. That's right. We're deep into camp. Things are happening. Things are popping. The nation is restless. So let's get into it. And I mean show. Two, zero, one. Raider Nation it's happening football's getting closer can you tell? I can sure tell by the way the sun is in the sky and all that other stuff I can tell football season is just around the corner. Well today we have the Raider Nation celebration on the map it's coming in at 11 o'clock for season ticket holders 12 o'clock for everybody else on 10th of August be there. Check out the seats. Check out what's happening. Check out the three trophies we have because we got another one coming pretty damn soon. So be there at the Raider Nation celebration. You got to be there. If you're in the Bay Area, you got to check it out because it is fun. It is a great time to start rolling into the season. It's a great way to organize your stuff, if you know what I'm talking about, for your Oakland Raiders Sundays, if you know what I'm saying. Okay, let's get on to the show.
1: Yeah, yeah. Old Town. Do you know
2: about my city? Old Town. The city of old? Oak Town. Oh, don't you know? Old town. Do you know about my city? Old Town. The city of old? Oak Town. Oh, don't you
0: know? Now let's take a little trip down memory lane. Today's show is going to be Curry is back and I think our number one receiver. And I'm going to tell you why. Ed Hartwell. You guys forget about him? Yes, Ed Hartwell is in the house. I talked about this guy when we first got him. He was injured. He was signed to a tentative contract. Now he's in camp, and he is showing what it's all about. I'm going to hit on him because I think we forgot the man in the middle, and that's what he's going to be, middle linebacker, I suppose. Okay, we're going to hit some camp news, of course, what's going on, who's going on, and what's going on? We have an asshole's plural of the week BSPN comes in with the three stooges and we will hit that as well because you guys all hit it on the boards and I can't believe it as well one more thing the bone line you guys have been strong on the bone line and I love it Randy loves it and the nation loves it, most of all. So we're going to hit the bone line and see what you have to say. Don't forget to throw your bones. Because as the season gets here, you know what it's going to be like. It's going to be hectic. And if there's a lot of lot of bone line messages, we're going to have to sift through them. Because we can't just do all bone line messages. Or can we, Randy? But anyway, just get to it. Get on it. And uh, just do your thing, man. Throw them out there. 1-800-620-7181. 1-800-620-7181. Come on, Raider Rick. Come on, Tommy. You guys got to come on. Haven't heard from you guys in a while. Big Wave Dave, Chapman. They're all coming in, man. Keith, the Crusader Raider. So we're going to go over the bone line, and that'll be great. And that should round up our show. So let's get to it, shall we? Oh,
1: do you know? Oh, do you know? Yeah, time to send some shouts out to some high street out.
0: I can't hold this one back. We're gonna hit the assholes of the week: the Three Stooges. Okay, the three Stooges, Dave Hastley, Daryl Woods, and Trey Wingo. Yes, this is on BSPN's NFL rankings for the year. The Raiders come in, of course, at lowly 27th. They had nothing positive to say about our team. Worst team in the NFL. They're going to have to show me something. They got nothing going on, and it was blah, blah, blah. Well, BSPN... Why you got to be so negative? You're so negative about the Raiders. Well, that's some bullshit. And you know that Trey and Dave and Daryl, the three stooges. Quiet numbskulls, I'm broadcasting. Worst run team in the league. You know, don't be so negative. You don't mention anything positive. Now, let's see. You don't say anything about our team As in a positive light, why can't you? Because you rambled on about the Texans. You rambled on about everybody else, but no, the Raiders. Okay, how about this? How about Darren McFadden, as advertised, breaking big gains and winning the hearts of Raider Nation fans all across the world. Jamarcus Russell, off-season dedication is going to pay off during the season. You know that, and he is intense and in shape. Basically, a rookie but he's got an arm like a cannon. Didn't mention that, did you? I'm trying to think, but nothing happens. How about the offensive line? Yes, it's going to struggle to protect Russell. However, it's going to bust open some running lanes for the gruesome three-headed monster to make an impact. Probably first rushing team in the NFL. You know, Paul McQuiston, he's a good thing. He's coming up. Kwame Harris, what about that? How about Zach Miller? Breakout year for this kid, you know it. He's catching everything coming his way. And on the goal line plays during camp, he has been phenomenal. Michael Huff in the middle. Free safety, looking good. And with Gabriel Wilson as the safety, the hit man, okay, which is like Rod Woodson. Remember how he used to hit? Well, Gabriel Wilson takes it to a new level. Tommy Kelly, three technique is being great. Derek Burgess moving to the other side, testing the waters. Don't tell me there's no positive things going on in Oakland, you three idiots.
2: Oh, my guy!
0: Do you not see the truth? Well, the Raider Nation sees the truth. You know what they see? They see three blazing assholes. And that's what I have to say about you, BSPN, because you're going to have to take all your bullshit back as the season goes on. And you know what? It's great to be an underdog. Like Juan Jorge says, I love being underdog. And I can't wait for them to eat their words. Which they will. These three boneheads will be singing another song in about three months. So, nice talking to you. Ronald Curry is the man.
3: You're unbelievable. You're so unbelievable.
2: You're unbelievable.
0: You know, when I first started podcasting, Ronald Curry was the man then. For Kerry Collins, he was the man. When he got beat up and, uh, Uh, tore his Achilles, it was one of the biggest things that, that really hurt our team because this guy was one of the most physical, and I mean physical, receivers that we had. Put to shame Jerry P., Jerry Porter, as you know, the guy who couldn't run a full route even when he was being paid all those millions of dollars. The Raiders' search for the number one receiver was found right at home in our Ronald Curry. And all you fans know that all the quarterbacks have been thrown to this guy, and he still makes that third-down conversion. He is the man in the middle. Let's just look. Jerry Porter and his sister from the slap tribe, Candy Moss, with his attitude and poor route running and given up on the team— you know, those two guys didn't help the Raiders at all. And Curry stayed strong, stayed in, and kept running and didn't say a word. Now, Javon is looking to take the first spot. But I'm telling you right now, he is dangerous. But Asamwa has got his number. <laughs> I'm telling you right that. And he is pulling a ton of baggage. And that brought us our hopes down for this character. Ronald Curry never happened. Now Jay Russ is going to be looking for Curry. I can tell you that for sure, and Curry will be there where the ball is let's just not let's just not say that. I'm not just not popping off in camp. He's proving to be everything I'm saying right here. He's catching every ball thrown to him, and he's lifting eyebrows everywhere with his physical approach to the game after going through a weightlifting program in the off season he's not He's not known for being a big weightlifting guy. But they took him, and they started pushing him a lot further in the weight room, and it shows. He is cut, he is faster and stronger than before, hard to believe, and he is on the move. Now, I want to tell you this. In 07, he was the number one guy with 55 catches for 717 yards. Number one guy in 07. With all those quarterbacks and all that drama— He still pulled it through, okay? Since his weightlifting program, his body has changed, and like I said, he's showing everybody in camp that he has what it takes to be the number one guy. Number one thing I like about Curry is his demeanor, man. He's a real dude. He's very quiet. He's a good guy. Just like I told you, a Samoa would be in in camp because of his character and who he is. The same thing I'm telling you about Curry. When you look at this guy in the eye and you talk to him on the field, you can tell that he has class, man. And check this out. Last season, 30.9% of the passes that he was catching were all for third-down conversions. That's better than T.O., Candy Moss, and Reggie Wayne put together. As a matter of fact, his third-down completions were the best in the NFL in 07. Check that shit. So Curry, you know, come on. Let's remember the snow job in Broncoville. That's right. And the mile, I got to get high stadium up there. He put on a show that was incredible. Still to this day, there are people showing that video and will be for years to come. I think Curry is our number one guy, and I think Russell and him will get a real good connection because he's one of those guys that could catch the ball way high way low and make it happen. Good for Curry. I'm happy for him because I like him as a player. He's a great Raider. He's not a he doesn't pop his mouth off and go on and on and on about what he deserves. He just keeps on fighting. Right on Curry. You are Raider Nation. Okay, let's just go right here and talk about this character. Ed Hartwell Ed Hartwell, this cat, something to believe. He came from the Ravens, and uh, this guy, (laughs) this linebacker, which was absolutely thrown off the radar, and no one really has talked about him since we got a chance to sign him, um, it's pretty cool. And I want you guys to hear this because this is something you're going to be able to talk to your buddies about before the season, and I'm telling you, it's going to be good. Coach Don Orwell. Wink Martindale speaks out about a franchise, recent signing of star, and I mean star lineman Ed Hartwell, okay? He had a lot of health issues last season when he played for the Falcons, but he is a linebacker that has all the instincts and everything going for him. He's actually moved Kurt Morrison to the other side. The 6'1", six, 250-pound six free agent, He's got a great lower body, and he takes excellent pursuit angles, and he's quick. And here's why. He did play with Ray Lewis and took over for Ray Lewis, where he also registered the most tackles on that team for that season. Now, Don Martindale states, instinctively, this guy has not lost a step at all. He brought his toughness to this team, which spread throughout our linebacker meeting room. Now, that is something we need to hear, folks. Don't you think? We need to hear some positive stuff coming out of that Alameda facility, and it's happening. And I love it! The guy is an everyday tough dude, a veteran, who wants everyone around him to improve. He goes on to say, The National Football League, or in college, everywhere where Ed Hartwell came, He brought the level of play up. He is a great player. And this is what Ed Hartwell has to say about Oakland. Becoming an Oakland Raider means more to me than just getting back on the field. It's a chance to play for the best franchise in football history. It has the best fans of any sport. A great class of talented players and coaches a legend as an owner, one of the best A-stack style defensive coordinators in the league, and Rob Ryan, and most of all, I get to be reunited with the best coach I have ever played for, Coach Don Martindale. I vow to do everything in my power to bring another Super Bowl to Al Davis and the Raider Nation. Now, that is what you say when you become an Oakland Raider. I tell everybody Raiders have the best fans in sports period period not just in football oh man I just I look forward to stepping out
4: there and just feeling those chills because when you when you have fans the way that the Raiders have fans
0: I
1: mean they just send you
0: to that next level it is definitely a 12th man on the field. Now I reported on Ed Hartwell last season at the end of the year I remember this cat because I remember he came from the Ravens and he had a great Great resume, with the exception of his injuries last season. But let's just take a look at that. He played for guess who? Yes, the Falcons, in disarray. However, he did play well when he wasn't injured. He doesn't stop, he doesn't give up, and that's not the kind of player he is. Check it out. Do not forget the name, Ed Hartwell. I believe we will be seeing A lot from this cat. And that's all I have to say about that. All right, some camp news. Let's get on it. Okay, this is from an article, uh, Napa Valley Register. Marty James is the guy. It goes on. This is July 30th, so you guys don't have an idea of that. We've been in the camp all the way up until then. The Oakland Raiders went through what Coach Lane Kiffin said was probably our most physical practice of camp Tuesday morning at Redwood Middle School. It was no longer team period as usual, with the Raiders running 85 team plays. Again, there was no tackling to the ground, but there were still some noticeable contact. There were also some short yardage and goal line situations that went very well. It was good to sting them a little bit this morning, said Kiffin. I think they responded well. So he's kind of pushing things up a little bit was I'm seeing. Strong safety Jared Coop <laughs> I love that guy. Had a helmet to helmet helmet hit on John Madsen on a pass play. The pass was incomplete and Madsen fell to the ground. Um there's a couple other hits too that Cooper got in trouble for. However, um Kiffin likes the aggressiveness, and I think it's a good thing for the camp as well. I just really uh wanted to challenge them a little bit today. Um at two a day I usually practices lighter in the morning without telling them. We wanted to challenge them and add more plays to see how they'd respond. I thought they responded great. I didn't hear any complaining. Just men working. I love it. This is the kind of camp we need. This is what we need, Raider Nation. Can you freaking feel it? I can. I can feel a difference in camp. I can see a difference in attitude. There is a definite thirst for championship. There's a thirst for winning more than I have seen in five doggone seasons. I am pumped. I am pumped. Let me go on. Coach Kiffin says, I think Darren continues to make a play or two every day. That's a breakthrough play. We've just got to continue to push him as far as we can, and we've got to go find ways to get him the ball, which he continues to say, and that kind of thing. Okay, Gabriel Wilson, signed on 29th of February, spent the fast fourth season with the Giants, and he was a great part of that Super Bowl team, and he has shown every bit of that by just being a nasty, hard-hitting mofo out there in the field. He's brought the secondary to a new hitting possibility, and Rob Ryan is loving it. Rob Ryan says we've all know that we have to go and improve our tackling, and Gabriel Wilson is definitely going to do that for us. So we have to think about this. Our camp is coming together very, very well. There's a whole lot of things that are going on that are just crazy, but they're all positive. Crazy things like moving Derek Burgess to the other side and seeing if he has a more a, a stronger pass rush. Lane Kiffin is trying things like that, of course, with Rob Ryan. That seems like they're working together pretty good. Of course, Burgess had 27 sacks in his first two seasons, but he had some injuries and he was a little bummed out for his contract, but I don't think that affects him either. I think this guy comes to play ball and he loves doing it. And he showed how he could too, because he got on the other side of Kwame Harris, not to say a whole lot, but he blew through <laughs> God, Darren McFadden. Jay Richardson is on the move. This cat is showing some fierce determination and showing up, everybody, including Tommy Kelly. He's looking good. And I knew Richardson was good from last season. He just got injured. And that's what was happening with him. Now, Demarcus Russell did hit his elbow on the helmet of Darren McFadden and they took him out. But don't worry, doesn't seem to be anything. I'm not going to make a big deal out of it. Somebody will, but I'm not going to. Jared Cooper, of course, is hitting people pretty strong. Dill Strong got taken down by Jared and, you know, everybody got all emotional. Uh, Zach Miller is shouldering everything. He's gonna be the great thing. I'm telling you what, Javon Walker is getting steps on Naomi, but he's not able to do it. Naomi D, excuse me. <laughs> Randy's gonna kill me. Okay. So Camp is going along great, folks. Great. No injuries. Things are rolling. They're pushing the guys, the two a days, the no complaints, and no drama. You gotta love the no drama. So, I know my show is getting a little bit short, but this is because you got some serious bone lines in there. We're going to hit those right now. We love them. Keep them coming, man, because I love listening to these things because these are the same things that all of us think. And sometimes you throw a different spin. We love it. Get on the bone. So, here we go, Randy. Let's hit the bone line. Okay, Raider fans, here we go. The bone line. 1-800-620-7181. 1-800-620-7181. Throw the nation a bone. Throw me a bone. Get on there and throw your bones. If you don't like your first recording, do it two, three, five times. I don't care. We'll pick out the best one. Don't be shy. How could you be shy? You're a Raider fan. No, we're all loud and proud. Get on the Bone Line, because we got some guys shouting it out right here. We got some great takes, and here they are. From the nation to your station. Raider Nation, we got some great Bone Line callers. So let's start it off here with Raider AC.
2: What's going on, Raider Greg and Randy? This is Raider AC from calling from Big Portland, Oregon. Coming up in about seven weeks, me and my brother are flying out and see the Denver Broncos get beat down. Yes, we are. I thought you guys might want a little little input on how our first offensive drive is going to go. So let me break it down for you. Hand off to Vargas. Five-yard gain off right guard. Second five. Hand off to Vargas. Four-yard gain, straight up the middle. In comes Bush, baby. Pounds it up, gives us a first down. First and ten. I'm not going to tell you yard lines. You're going to have to figure that out yourself. McFadden enters the game. Off of right tackle, he busts an 11-yard gain. That's right, the first run for McFadden in Raider history, 11-yard gain. Okay, bring back in Fargus. He's get us about four yards again. That we're gonna do a little play action, get Zach Miller involved, about an 11-yard gain. Also, I'll give you, I'll give it a 13-yard gain. And then you, you see how this is going. Right, lots of running, lots of play action. That's uh, that's gonna be our team, and that's just fine with me. I love running the ball, but I was gonna have Devon Walker catching the touchdown pass, but I just don't see how you catch a touchdown pass when you're using a Walker. Walker, but. I'm going to go ahead and go to the other side of the field. It's going to be about a 25-yard pass to Ronald Curry, and he's going to be falling back over the end zone line into the arms of Dre Bly, that little bitch. He's going to fall backwards. We're going to go crazy. I'm going to spill beer all over my brother, and we're going to have a great time. I can't wait. It's going to happen. Looking forward to a 9-7 year. And um, Raider Gray, we don't know where to go in the – the, in the tailgates, I was hoping you could give me a section or something where you guys are going to be putting it down out there. Me and my brother are going to be partying all day. We're going to start off at Ricky's and make our way down. So, uh, hey, on the next podcast, whenever you play this, if you could just shout a section out to me, I'd appreciate it. All right. Look forward to meeting all you people from the Raider Nation. Have a good
0: one. Raider, I see you're flying with your bro for the bronc hose. And so he's going to be at the tailgate. We can't wait to see you and your brother. And we're going to meet up with you. You gave me your phone number. I will be calling. And uh, we can hook up. Okay.
4: Hi, Raider Bone Man. This is the Steely Girl. I wonder if you can figure out why you guys aren't playing us this year. Are you too chicken? Is that it? chicken? Because we'll probably be kicking your Raider Nation podcast butt all over Oakland. Thank you, and have a nice day. Maybe next year will be a better time to whoop you again, so take care, bone line.
0: Steeler girl? Steeler girl? You know, this would be funny if I didn't know who it was, and I do know who it is. Matter of fact, it's one of my wife's friends. We made the mistake, actually brought her to a game when we did play the Steelers, and guess what, Steeler Girl? We kicked your ass! (laughs) All before the game, Steeler Girl wore her jersey, which was cool. But she was taunting and giving everybody the L-ration because the Steelers were going to beat us again. Blah, 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 blah. And we kicked their ass. So I hope they come back, Steeler girl, because I'll take you to another game where you also can get worked like you did when you left this game. After the game was over, she got worked all the way to the truck. It was beautiful. Thank you, Raider Nation. <laughs> and the funny thing was my wife sat next to her and she got pummeled with peanuts. And she kept having to say, I'm going to move away. I love it. It was funny, funny. Great job, Nation. Let's see who we got next.
5: Raider Greg. This is Raider Mike. Again, calling in. To the Raider Nation podcast phone line, I wanted to tell you that I listened to that last podcast, and uh, good old rocking cowboy that called in the show. <laughs> That's crazy, but hey, I'm gonna respond to that. So let me let me go to the. Uh, Back to the the bone line call from uh, Rockin' Cowboy. And uh, let's hear what he had to say again real quick. Hi, uh, this is
6: Rockin' Cowboy, and uh, I just wanted to call it, let you know, I think your show is a complete joke. Everything you idiots have to say about the Raiders and all this b- bullshit here and there,
5: it's just fucking funny as shit to <laughs> me, Well, hey, bro. If it's funny shit, and it's a fucking joke, then don't fucking listen to the show, dude. You're a fucking fool, man. Anyway, let's keep going. Because you guys think you actually have a chance next season. Your team sucks.
6: It will suck for the next five years. Get it through your
5: head. Russell isn't going to be good at all. Okay, stop right there. Russell isn't going to be good at all. All right, what do you have? A, A crystal ball and you see uh, Jamarcus Russell's future, I mean, dude, you know nothing about Jamarcus Russell, dude. He hasn't even really played a a season yet, and you're already predicting that he sucks. I mean, dude, you you must be, like, you know, from a different planet and everything and seeing all this future stuff.
6: He's going to grow up. He's going to try to be good in the NFL, and he's going to suck. He's going to be a fucking bust. It's like every single player you get in the first round is. Darren finds way too small to do anything. He's going to get the ball once, they're going to hit his legs, and then he's going to fall to the eyes, not going to be able to break any tackles. Jamal Walker's washed up. You don't have any other receivers. Drew Carter, he's like a no-name from Carolina, I think that's where he came from. Then um, he got rid of Jerry Porter,
5: which I thought was actually a pretty good player, but he had a little bop on him. Your defensive line is... All right, right there you saying, oh... Jerry Porter was good, and uh, we got rid of him, and you know, blah, blah, blah. Dude, you, right there, when you're saying stupid shit like that, I know that you don't know what the hell you're talking about. It's atrocious, and your
6: offensive line is much better. Um, it just, It's just a joke, and I I just laugh, and I think you should reconsider what you say on the show.
5: It's really funny. So, peace. Uh, hey, all I got to say, dude, is that, uh, you know, Raider Gregg, never once said that we were going to be this Super Bowl team on the rise, okay? I mean, dude, get a hold of yourself, man. Shake yourself. Look yourself in the mirror, dude, all right? He's been very realistic about the team, and yes, he's been very optimistic, but what Raider fan isn't each and every single season, okay? I mean, so quit your whining, all right? It's easy to kick people when they're down, okay? Yeah, we've had... You know, a few dark years, five of them to be exact. But at least the Raiders have been to a Super Bowl within five years, man, not 13, okay? So, Cowboy fan, go choke and, you know, and go choke some more is what I want to say. And uh, just because your team isn't doing shit anytime soon, your great regular season team, okay, will never be, you know, a clutch team, okay? Tony Romo, all right? He's a choking bitch, okay, not only once but twice, okay. He's been weighed, measured, and found a choker, all right. Good old Tony Romo, you know, homo, Romo, whatever you want to call him, all right. He ain't going to lead you to no Super Bowl victor. If he does, I'd be so shocked, all right. So go listen to another show, okay, rocking cowboy, and uh, unless, of course, you know, you're this Sour Raider fan had to latch on to this winning team to make your ego feel better. I mean, we all know that, okay? A lot of times when your team gets bad, they're like, I'm going to switch teams. I'm going to go root for this rooting, nice, good winning team. And that's exactly what, you know, bandwagon Raider fans do. They, they they latch on to winning teams when the Raiders are down. You're not a real Raider fan, man, but you listen to the show. I don't get it. So, anyway, enough of that stupid... Uh, irresponsible banter that that I've been doing for the last few minutes. But I just want to say, can't wait for the training camp. Can't wait for the Raider Nation podcast draft. That's going to be fun. And, uh, you know, just can't wait for the season to get started. You know, it should all be nice. And, by the way, the season tickets came in from the UPS. Dude, man, it's sweet. I can't getting more excited than I already am, and keep it up Raider Greg and Randy for doing such a good job, and uh, you guys kick ass, so keep it up, I know it's kind of a boring part of the off season right now, there's not a a whole hell of a lot to talk about, but thanks to Rockin' Cowboy, I got something to talk about, so hey Rockin' Cowboy, you can fuck off.
0: All right, Raider Mike comes in big time, Hall of Famer, Raiders season ticket holder, of course. And I love your response to the Rockin' Cowboy, aka Closet Raider fan. Yes, siree. You know you got some great takes on what he said. You went toe to toe with this geek, and he got nowhere to go. You should have just have said, "Why you got to be so negative?" Rocking cowboy, I love it. I can't wait. And season tickets have arrived. I got mine, so I know you got yours. And they're coming in the mail, and they're beautiful. They're so beautiful. The classic silver and black. You gotta love it. And uh, he's also got a trophy. You should check it out on our forum. It's beautiful. It is awesome. And he's got plenty of room for my name there, I see, which is good. So we're going to look forward to the Raider Nation podcast, Fantasy Football. And it's going to be fun. Great job, Raider Mike. Thanks for coming in.
1: Hey, Raider Nation. This is Young Raider calling in, getting ready for training camp. Football is finally here. That's what I like to see. Raider Greg, just want to let you guys know, guys are doing a great job with the show. Best in the media as far as the Raider Nation. I want to talk about D'Angelo Hall. I love the trade, you know, because that's going to make our secondary the best. But it only really works if Nambi's here with him because we didn't sign him to a long-term deal. That totally sucks. But that only trade, the only way that trade works is if Nambi's here with him. Hopefully next year we can get it done because that's going to be a tandem that's going to kill every single quarterback in the NFL. Like I said, training camp coming up. I like what I see from Chaz Schillings. Seventh-round pick, 6'6", 225, 4'3", dash. You know, that's speed, that's height, that's size. And the Raiders, you know, they seem to like him. I know he was making some big catches in minicamp, so hopefully he can do the same in training camp. Don't be surprised if he's the breakout rookie as far as the preseason goes. Uh, Again, they want to know what they're going to do with Darren McFadden. They're not sure what the role he's going to have yet, but I'm okay with that right now because we all saw what Sean Payton did with Reggie Bush with the Saints. He had a good rookie year, didn't know what to do with him, and then the second year he kind of was a bust. So I don't mind, you know, kind of grooming Darren McFadden into the NFL, so that's cool. Uh, Paul Hackett, okay, that's not a replacement for Lane Kiffin. first of all. That's more of a replacement for Greg Knapp. That's what I'm hearing. That's where a lot of buzz is going. Um, Greg Knapp, I think, is a great offensive coordinator. He definitely helped us out last year. But, you know, Jim Mora in Seattle is getting ready to be the coach next year for them. So, you know, he could get Greg Knapp away from us. I hope that's not the case. I like Greg Knapp and Lane Kiffin's relationship. seems like that's finally working. And as far as Paul Hackett's conservative play call, we ain't got to worry about that Raider Nation because it's Lane Kiffin who's going to be calling them plays. All right, um, I want to talk about Tyvon Branch. We just signed him. Raiders like what they see from him. Hopefully he can be the next Chris Carr for us because I think he's going to be the one who's going to be returning them kicks. I can't wait for the preseason against Tennessee where we can actually beat up on Chris Carr a little bit. We all know what he was talking about for us so try to shut him up all right Raider Nation good job
0: the young raider from baltimore ravens country well i'll tell you what hall will work because namdy came in with no hassle no strings first day at camp class act of course and we got the dynamic duo and it should do pretty darn good for us we shall see but i'm i'm ha- i'm liking that uh, Shillins too looks good. Size is good. I think he might have a great season too, depending on who Jamarcus is gonna hook up with. Well, grooming him slowly. McFadden, we don't have we don't have uh, a chance for that, Patna, because McFadden's gonna make make a move right away to take the heat right off Jamarcus. Because the more he can make the defenses worry about him, the more time Jay Russ is going to have to pass the ball, and he really needs that this season. Considering this is kind of his rookie year, so the whole talk about him being groomed, I think, is a bunch of bullshit. Lane Kiffin mask because I think he's going to take McFadden at everybody. He's so good about he's so giddy about McFadden. It's like a a kid during Christmas Eve. You know, he's giddy. Yes, I know. Paul Hacken isn't a potential replacement for Kiffin, you know. So, and Nap could go to Seattle because of course that's where his mentor is up there. But, mm, I don't know, man. Nap might be pretty happy here in Oakland, and we'll just have to see. I don't know. We'll see what happens this year and see how our offense does. The play calling and everything else was better last season. If it improves this year, he might be staying. You think Tyvon Branch is the next Chris Carr? We'll have to see. Carr was pretty quick. But Branch is, is not only quick, he's gutsy. He's he's a rocket man. He's a guy with wheels and sack. So we'll have to see how he does. I do think Chris Carr, we're going to be missing him. I just think so because he was pretty consistent as a, running, uh, a runner in our special teams. But you know what? That's why they picked Branch, so... I gotta think, we gotta go with the man because he, he does seem to be, he has the tenacity to do it. That's for damn sure. Thank you, young Raider. Thanks for coming in.
4: Raider Nation, Bone Line. How's everybody in the Raider Nation doing? How you guys doing? This is Raul Olivero. Congratulations on show number 200, Raider Greg, Raider Randy, and all the staff. I've been enjoying these shows since I've started listening to this phone line. And doesn't it feel like Christmas morning? they are about to wake up and open up your presents? Because what time of the year it is, but oh boy, training camp. The boys will be suiting it up later on, practicing, and giving us our first taste of what we're going to look like to, to begin the year. And what news does training camp bring us but Lamont Jordan, stay home. Now, I kind of know why they're doing this, because they're going to cut the guy or trade him. But I'm kind of wondering why haven't they cut him already? Is it because they don't want any of our rivals to pick him up? Which probably might happen. Um, I'm trying to figure this one out. And last but not least, Rocking Cowboy, Rockin' Cowboy, what the f- is going on here? Get out of the closet, man, because I can tell you, the only two people in your team that I know is the crybaby, T.O., that's my quarterback, and Tony Romo, because he's dating Jessica Simpson. Other than that, I don't give a rants about your team. I don't know nothing about your team. And for you to know all that about the Raiders, that just get out of the closet, man. Just get out. Other than that, Raider Nation, this is Raider Raul.
0: And I am out. Raul Oliveros comes back again right on, man. Thanks for the congratulations on our show. And they have cut Lamont Giordani. Of course, he went to the Patriots Rats. And they're coming to Oakland, so we'll be able to give Lamont a big welcome home, Raider style. And you know we're going to, you know we're going to give Lamont. Because the worst thing, I don't want to see him coming up with no 200-yard game against the Raiders at home. So we got to put him down, and we hope that he is ever so consistent with his stutter step and pause to the hole because we'll close that crap up right away. Lamont, meet Jabril. That's all I got to say about that. Rockin' Cowboy, you know too much about the Raiders. Get out of the closet, Panda! I agree. Thanks, Raul. Thanks for coming in, man. Keep coming.
3: there, Greg, this is the shady Raider, first time caller, just wanted to call the bone line, been listening to the podcast, think it's awesome, just wanted to give you guys a call and uh, throw in my two cents, Lane Kiffin, keep him young, good, leave him where he's at, had way too many coaches, Tommy Kelly, overpaid, why? Javon fricking Walker, as you would say, overpaid. Why are we paying these guys that much fucking money? Let's get our shit straight. Nomdi Asamoah, pay the man. Derek Burgess, pay the man. Darren McFadden, oh, hopefully he is going to pan out to be an explosive back, that's what we need, another Charlie Garner. How about Jamarcus Russell? Hopefully he is not making the mistakes that I've heard he's been making. Bring somebody in, like I've heard we have, and let's get this guy on track. Our quarterback last year was okay, but if he got no line, At the end of the season, he can't really teach Jamarcus Russell how to be a quarterback. From what I hear, Brett Favre is open and available. Swoop on that. Fuck the Vikings. Fuck the Bears. I've heard he's going to either one of those teams. We'll take number four. We'll put him in a silver and black. Swoop on that. I will be at the first game, will be sitting at home watching the first Niner-Raider preseason game on my birthday, took work off of my new job to watch this game. I can't wait. I want to pull whooping on the Niners. I hope they leave their starters in all game so we can just shit on them. I hate the Niners. Along with them, I hate the Chiefs. Eight San Diego and eight Denver. Let's go to mile high and kick some ass. Our record in our own division has been shitty for the last couple of years. Let's do it, fucking big this year. I'm hoping that we go at least eight and eight. And I've said that for the last couple of years, and I'm tired of fucking talking about it. So let's do it. Let's get it. If we if we make it to eight and eight. I'm a happy man. If we go better than that and slip into the playoffs, I think hopefully we can be the team that surprises people this year. Darren McFadden walking into the end zone. That's, I just want to see it. I want to see his news celebration dances. I want to see all the shit that everybody's talked about him. I want to see him do it real big this year. And I just I just want to shut people up. I'm tired of talking the Raiders up like they are – the shit, which no matter if they're 0-16 or 60-0, I will say, but I'm tired of the losing seasons. So let's get one for us, Raider Nation. We need one. We need a good one. Maybe 9-7, let's get into the playoffs, sneak in there, kick some ass. I'm not going for the Super Bowl. I'm not going to say we're a Super Bowl team, but I want to improve. I want to get to where we need to be And in a couple of years, I want to say, hey, we're going to be in the Super Bowl, and it's coming. That's all I got to say. This is the Shady Raider, and I'm out. Peace.
0: Shady Raider from Ohio. That's right. First-time caller. Great. Thank you for liking the show. We love having you on the show. So thanks for being in there, and thanks for calling the Bone Line. I know, man. They got to pay the man, like I say. Asamoah and Burgess—they, <laughs> those are some foundations from our defense, man. You got to give them guys some money. So you know when when the free agent situation happens next season and the contract, it's gonna be a mess. I think Al Davis did a good job, but we're gonna have to come up with a whole lot more money. Uh, we shall see, though. McFadden, no worries, brother. He's going to be the explosive back we all think he is. He's doing it in camp. I can only think it's just going to get better. He did it in college. We'll see. But uh, I'll tell you what, when the reporters start talking about it, you know it's a reality. You ain't talking about gore from the Niners right now. It's all about the D Mac, fantastic. That's what I say. Eight and eight—that's what I'm saying, partner. We got to do eight and eight. If Kiffin wants to keep his job and everyone wants to stay in place and and go for a, the next level, that's right. We win as a team and we lose as a team. And if we lose, we're going to lose players and coaches, and we—that's not good for us. We got to stay with some consistency. Nine and seven would be brutally awesome. Sneaking into playoffs—I don't think so. If we did, it'd be great. We got a schedule that could happen, but. Uh, I think eight and eight would be a great way to to, to do the two thousand and eight and I think the nation would be happy with that.
4: Raider Nation. What's up everybody? It's your boy the Legend Killer. Hoping everybody's getting ready for this season. But right now I gotta send a shout out to all the cats in the Raider Nation podcast. Fantasy football program. Look, hey, everybody, get your mind right because I'm coming for you. The trophy going up in my house, in my case, It's going to look beautiful. Why? Because I'm the legend killer, and all your legends are about to get annihilated. This your boy, the legend killer, hoping everyone is having a great day. I'm out. Peace.
0: The legend killer. Great, man. You're coming in like Ray Craig. You know, that's great. Shouts out to the nation. And I'll tell you what, man. Legend killer with the fantasy football is rocking. I don't know what the hell I'm doing, but I'm going for it. But I'm telling you right now, I can't wait for the season. It's right around the corner. And if you can't feel it, man, you got to be dead. And I'm telling you right now, because... The whole Raider Nation, everyone in stores, at gas stations, at the mall, wherever, walking down the street is starting to sport their shit. I'm seeing silver and black. I'm seeing jerseys. I'm seeing the Raider Nation come out of the woodwork. Going to be a great season, folks. I can feel it. Nostradamus. I'm telling you right now. It's going to happen. So have no fear. The Raiders are back, partner. So we're going to see our first game here coming up pretty soon. Don't forget the Raider Nation celebration. Be there and get your ass in a seat if you can possibly make it to Oakland. Don't forget, you got to let us know here at the Raider Nation podcast if you're going to be in town. Get a hold of us, get on the forum, uh, knock me out an email so I know how many people are to show up at the tailgate because I want to have enough beverages and food to feed everybody. And it's always better to know than not to know Uh, how many folks you're going to have at the pate, if you know what I'm saying, so we can have enough beverages for sure to keep everybody happy and rolling. So I hope everybody has a great (laughs) preseason, especially (laughs) us, because we're going to get out there and do it and uh, show everybody what's happening. We're going to get the Vigo cast going, so it's just the beginning, man. It's right around the corner. The fall is coming, and the autumn wind is on the way. So here we go, Raider Nation, on to the season. We are deep into camp, and well, like I said, if you're not pumped up, I don't know what to say, Padna, and here we go. It's going to ramp up from here, so Raider Nation, get ready. This is Raider Greg, and I am out.